You're listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Zeros on Heroes. My name is Mike Mercadal. With me, as always, is... Will Watkins. With a big old yawn. Yum. Uh, yeah, my name, uh, we are uh, recording Zeros on Heroes uh, in-studio episode. Thank you to everybody who's been coming to the live shows on yes. Thursday nights at the Creek in the Cave. Unsung Heroes. It's been a real, real, real fun time. Thanks to Dave Kinney, who was uh, the most frequent oh, yeah. guest. We did... Uh, How'd that go? I, I mean, uh... Yeah, you were had a show. How, your, your show you were out... Um, I always say you're dead whenever you're not there. <laughs> I just assume that, eh, what's the, he's dead, whatever it is. That's okay. Whenever you're gone and get the crowd to chant, fuck Mike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do it. That's why I don't post those episodes. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but yeah, it's a, a real fun. We do it every Thursday night at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, Queens. If you're in the New York area, come by and anyone can be on. And you, we have a theme. Last uh, last uh, Unsung Heroes was uh, Touchdown Tales, which, which was football flicks, any movies that were football related. And um, Who for, won? Uh, the winner was Any Given Sunday. Oh. Any Given Sunday. That's a solid Some of the matchups movie. were weird. Like there was like Air Bud Golden Receiver versus like Varsity Blues or some shit. <laughs> and then the person who picked it or I forget what I forget exactly what the matchups were, but it would be like, "Well, I haven't seen any of those movies." So, well, you know, I was like, "What do you have seen Varsity Blues?" <laughs> I was so mad that Varsity Blues didn't win. That's that's one of my favorite movies. But um, I would uh, I would uh, I was crossing my fingers for Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura got honorable mention. Honorable, oh, honorable mention. mention, but Dave Kinney, who Lace is, is our, out, yeah, it got honorable mention because uh, it's uh, I don't know, it didn't, it wasn't really, I don't know, it, it didn't fall on the list. I didn't think about it until that night, and then oh. when Dave Kinney mentioned it, I was like, oh the shit, the mascot of the football team goes missing. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> here's Snowflake. Um, but yeah, it was a fun time, and huge thanks to Dave Kinney uh, who uh, filled in for you, and he's got a real fun podcast called Saving the Dolphins, which you can listen to, which I am also on, which is kind of uh, circle To be fair, jerky. I doubt anyone thought there was a different Will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's the same guy, right? The same he, guy, they yeah. look exactly the same. Um, but yeah, that's not what we're doing today. Today we have a very special guest, a very funny comedian here in New York City, and uh, he's going to drop some Trekkie knowledge on us. Uh, welcome, Adam Sokol. Hello. What's hey. up, buddy? Well... Mike, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. Now, you're originally from Michigan, right? You're yeah. from Detroit? Uh, I was out of Detroit. Is that what everybody says when like, people get, like, depending on who's asking, you specifically just yeah, round I mean, there's, there's a there's an awful lot of suburbs all over the place. And uh, if, I mean, no one, no one knows Walt Lake, Michigan. So you say Detroit because right. that's the closest big city it's to. Right, right. Represent your hometown. Where are you from? Walt Lake, Michigan. Walt oh, Lake, yeah. yeah. That's why, like when people say they're from Boston, and then you're like, "Oh, where in Boston?" Like you're from Boston, they're like, "Well, no, Connecticut." I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm from a th a thousand miles away from there. That's um, when people are like, "You're a Miami comic." I'm like, West Palm, but yeah, I'm a Miami comic. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Depending on who's asking, I say either Miami, which is where I'm from, uh -huh. or South Florida. Yeah, yeah. So right. like, I have to. I'll be like, it's like, oh, where, where, where you where you where you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from South Florida, but then. It, <laughs> I, don't, I never know what's going to come out, though. I never know what the gauge is. I still haven't figured out why I say it differently to different people. But yeah. um, it's, weird it's probably like, race or whatever. Who knows? I'm like, oh, I'm from uh, South Florida. They're like, oh, my God, I love going to Disney. It's like, yeah, it's like three hours away. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, but you got started in comedy out there? Yeah, I started it in Michigan. 
And uh, how long have you been in New York? Uh, seven years, almost Whoa. to the almost to the week. Really? Oh, well, we're, <laughs> oh a very special right? anniversary yeah. episode. What's the uh, What's the biggest lesson you'd teach somebody who just moves here? Uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> just, just stay wherever you're from and be an accountant, I yeah. guess. Yeah, that's solid uh, advice. Uh, yeah, we're, we're full up, I think. <laughs> that's, I saw, I can't, wor- I can't remember who the post, I know it was stolen by a bunch of aggregators, but someone was like, stop telling everybody to go to college. There's no, there's not enough parking, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, like there's just there's just so many comics in New York. But um, but you run uh, your show in Astoria, right? You have a yeah, I do a, a bi-weekly uh, in Astoria. So what's this the name? Is, it's called Arstoria. Arstoria. It's a little play on uh, Astoria <laughs> and how Irish people say ass because it's at a very very Irish bar. Oh, is it? Uh, so yeah, this is gonna this is gonna drop on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on out tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ask Fred, please. We we need people. Uh, That's we need, fine. Uh, we're competing the, against football, which uh, is very oh, popular. Shit. I don't know if you've uh, you've <laughs> you heard of this heard football this? thing, but this? it's uh, yeah. Irish bar, people Jesus. like uh, yeah. I, I was a little surprised too. But, I think uh, it's like they because where I go to watch the Miami Dolphins games is at an Irish bar in Midtown called Slattery's. All right, and it's it's um, been adopted. Like it's just it's every bar just adopts the big sports of the day. Yeah. So just to get you know butts and seats, you know they're not going to stick to the 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 football. You know, yeah. and they're like, yeah, no, we're Irish. We watch soccer over here. They're like, we also need. Money, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, comedy. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. fill the fill fill the room. They got good food. This Irish place. Uh, it's not bad. I've I've only uh, I've only had snacks there, but yeah, it's 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 not bad. I've heard the brunch is okay too. I always think it's funny. Uh, every Irish restaurant's like, ah, we're an Irish restaurant. Come try the cheeseburger <laughs> and the uh, Father Jimmy's jambalaya and the nachos. It's they like, do have a, a a damn fine looking Scotch egg. I haven't. Uh, oh, yeah? It's probably not Irish now that I say Scotch, Scotch egg. <laughs> <laughs> I that's. You know what? That's one of those things that I see. I've seen on. I've never had a Scotch egg. Oh, they're fucking delicious. And yeah. it sounds like my perfect food. Yeah. Yeah. It literally is like a hard boiled egg or soft. soft it has a yolk. Egg. Soft yeah. boiled egg wrapped in like ground meat and sausage and yeah. whatever, yeah. breaded and fried. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, that There's sounds good. There's a place in the East <laughs> Village that has a, a falafel Scotch egg. What? That is really good as well. Fuck you, New York. Come on. <laughs> now they they really? knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it, it's amazing. Well, this podcast is over. Let's go eat some Scotch yeah. eggs. Um, but no, we're here to do Zeros and Heroes, and thank you for doing it, uh, coming all the way out to me? Jamaica, Queens. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's start with, we're changing things up a little bit yeah, with this episode. Yeah, we're going to forego the uh, hero news today. We're going to go with Hero of the Day! Hero of the Day. That's how he says it. Uh, normally, we ask our guests to introduce the Hero News segment however they like, but he- if you'd like to introduce... Hero of the Day segment like that. You How would can, you say it? The guttural. I, I would say it like the exact opposite. Uh, hero of the Day. <laughs> <laughs> real, just real subdued. Wow, a real Ira Glass type yeah. of delivery. He's really sticking with that branding. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you got for us, Will? Who's uh, the Hero of the Day? I'm going to go. Uh, I'm choosing today's Hero of the Day is uh, San Juan Mayor uh, Carmen Yulín Cruz. Yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of people talking about this, huh? A lot yeah. of people tweeting about it. She, uh, mostly presidents. Yeah. Uh, mostly presidents are tweeting about it. Uh, <laughs> Good God. Yeah. For, for everybody listening, please uh, donate to the to, uh, Puerto Rico Relief. Yeah. Uh, there's a, uh, you know, find the, there's a million resources online. A lot of people have taken up the cause as to uh, donate money. 
and donate relief efforts. All of my like paramedic buddies and all that stuff are, are they're finding ways to do it in South Florida. And, you know, there's a big Latino community there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the mayor of San Juan is literally like drill like get get us fucking help you assholes you yeah know? she uh what did the t-shirt say it was something like hey we're dying or something yeah like or, do you have you heard have you, have you been following us at just all? uh just a, a tiny 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 little bit like uh, aside from all the you know obviously important life-saving stuff she's doing uh, i chose her uh <laughs> after uh, president trump uh started tweeting about how, how she was being nasty and being rude to her and all that uh, being rude to him uh they asked her like could you comment on the president's tweets and she said uh i have no time for distractions all i have time for is uh helping people move forward and get help and i was like oh <laughs> yeah. fuck you yeah. yeah 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 like uh like like just like a big hey this is what you're supposed to be yeah. doing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's like this is what a real leader does is you know not tweet yeah, like that is that is one of the things that we talk about on the show. Like, what makes a hero? Like, what what does hero mean to like you, the individual? And I think a lot of like times it's just like doing your fucking job is heroic at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many like distractions and like you know I hate to say like like I I'm torn between two worlds of like following a dream of doing comedy and all this stuff, but also like I I had a legit job where like you we people's lives were on the line you know yeah, yeah. so when so if you didn't do your job like you like you couldn't slack off like you do in a cubicle because you're oh you know i was so tired from last night because i was doing up late doing a jazz jam or whatever i was playing playing stand-up accordion or whatever the fucking weird yeah. art form you want to do you can't like slack off the next day because it's like people die yeah yeah so it's like i'm torn like just do your fu- do your job you know whatever yeah. you're doing be good at it and that's a perfect example of it you know like have you ever had a step up had to put down the put down the big dick no <laughs> no never you never, never had once. that moment I've of never, glory uh, no i've never had a uh never had a job that really required me to have that job I, I guess That's like funny. That, no no lives have ever been on the line because uh, but, they had to go to work. But the, <laughs> yeah, like the idea. But but the idea is more like if you're gonna be stuck doing something, why not do it well? You know, oh, like yeah. like just just do it and do it good. Be good at it, and then yeah. it's over, and then you're done. You know, I always thought that I was I was see people slacking off, and I'm like, man, you know, like that's just gonna be there for you tomorrow. You know, <laughs> like you're gonna yeah. have to. But whatever, who knows? Yeah, but in terms problem. of Puerto Today's Rico, today. yeah, today's. yeah. But uh, donate to Puerto Rico. Shout out to the mayor of uh, San Juan, and uh, she's a good leader. Speaking of good leaders, a hero. Yeah, our, you yeah. picked a great hero. Now you have a a, a, tr- a Trek blog that you write about, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, we're yeah, going to talk right. about it. But you picked a, a not the go-to guy for the Star Trek world. You picked uh, Captain Cisco from Deep Space Nine. Yeah, Cisco is probably my favorite. What's the first thing we ask this question to everybody? What's the first thing you think of when you think of uh, Captain Cisco? I, ben Cisco, right? Yeah, yeah Ben Cisco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I mean, in, like in the abstract or specific. Or what's does the it first not thing matter? that pops to your head? Uh, the the episode in the pale moonlight. Uh, is the first thing that I always think of uh, when I when I think of Cisco, and that's just one the, almost the whole episode. I mean, it's like interposed with him trying to get the Romulans into the Dominion War. This all sounds really petty. No, don't. No, lives are on the line, and also in 400 years, fake lives will be on the line too. Well, uh, it's a like. Here's the thing about Star Trek. The allegory that it created in the time it was created was a big fucking deal. Like it was, it was showing racial. It was like the, it was like 
what happens in the future if everything happen, works out racially on Earth because yeah. we got to go deal with alien races and yeah. their problems. And so then that, we yeah. can be racist towards them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but, but the idea that humans could somehow get it together enough to explore space and the stars was like yeah. super idealistic. But in but so this one so what was it about this episode that that really kind of connects with you about uh, the, the Cisco? But the guy who played uh, Cisco, Avery Brooks, is a solid yeah. actor. Sometimes a little, uh, sometimes a little heavy-handed, a little, a little, little chewing hammy. the scenery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which I mean, a lot of Star Trek actors, I mean, uh, are, are kind of known for that. No, yeah. get uh, out of town. <laughs> but it's just, uh, it's just an amazingly acted episode, and it's also just uh, in terms of. Of Deep Space Nine had a lot of very long arcs. This yeah. one kind of fits in with a long arc, but it's one of one of the best self-contained episodes. Really? As well, yeah, it's one of the ones. If I just have a uh, forty-five minutes to kill and I want to watch something, I, I've watched it. Uh, yeah. So my experience, I, I like because I liked Deep Space Nine a lot. I liked the characters in there, but I also did not watch it regularly because it was the one that ended up being syndicated at a time where i was just like at the time it was on tv i was free yeah so i would watch like this the way they do it in syndication where it was like almost randomly selected episodes so it was it felt like they didn't all tie together so i would just sit down and watch like it felt like i was watching just the happenings of the deep space nine space station you know that's out because it was different in in the star trek world first of all black captain yeah that was uh, that was a big deal uh introduced a, a black captain and also it wasn't exploring they were in they were one. They had the wormhole. They could explore through there. The they had the Gamma wormhole. Quadrant. They got the Defiant in yeah. season three, but uh, they didn't want. It was supposed to take place on Bajor, but uh, what's Bajor? It's the planet the space station is orbiting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, they. It was too expensive to to film on a on on a set set on a planet. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, you know, a quote unquote yeah, planet. Yeah. Uh, different, <laughs> different planet, and they didn't want they didn't want uh, two separate crews on two separate starships. So they wanted right. something to do because uh, it was still I think it was season five of Next Generation. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it, it premiered. Yeah, because it was Next Generation was like this juggernaut of yeah. people. Like it, it, it that because even then, like uh, Next Generation coming back was kind of a big deal too because. No one, everyone thought like, oh, Star Trek uh, went away, and then they they realized that they could tell yeah. new stories in the world, yeah, and ha- and set it much later. And uh, um, I like the I like that uh, Deep Space Nine, like I like that it crossed over, especially like the first episode. Like Jean Luc Picard is like in the episode, like he's in the pilot, and he's kind he's of like, a bad guy. Yeah, he's the bad yeah. guy. He's responsible for Cisco's wife's death, and so Cisco's like, oh, I didn't remember that at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's an added wrinkle. Cisco's yeah, wife died uh, during the Borg attack when when uh, Picard was still Acutus. Oh right, right, right. And right. so Cisco's like, "You the fucking guy, kill my wife." Even though it was under the control of the Borg, it's still like that touchy yeah, yeah. subject. Like when your drunk friend throws up in your car, and then you're like, "I was drunk, but you still did it." Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, but you know, like with the death of a yeah. beloved wife. You yeah. Know? Uh, can you explain the difference between the uh, the main captains? Because I think of the main captains as Kirk, Picard, Cisco, and that Janeway are the yeah. the four I always compare against each other. He was playing no the love difference. for the Bacula, no love for Scott Bacula uh, on Enterprise. Uh, I, I've I've seen all the Enterprises, but it's just it's such a forgettable show. Yeah, I, honestly, I honestly couldn't. I I 
I don't even remember how long it ran. I can't yeah. tell you hardly anything about. It was uh, like the last two seasons was a, uh, like Bizarro World or something. My brother loved it. it. A couple, of, yeah, but I didn't watch Dark it. Mirror yeah. Universe. Uh, but yeah, can you get, explain the difference between them all? Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not a huge Kirk fan, uh, which is kind of sacrilege among uh, among Trekkies. Star- yeah, yeah, about yeah. Trek people. Do I they not like it? The the term Trekkie. I, I I don't uh, really. I, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't dislike it. I I went. I knew a, I had a friend in high school who uh, got angry about uh, about being called a Trekkie as opposed to a Trekker. Oh, and there's like a there's one like of them a, feels like an insult, and the other one doesn't. Riff in yeah. the, the 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 stupid nerd community <laughs> about which one they want to be called because one they're. I don't know. They're passive, and one they're like actively trekking along, and they're both. It's stupid. So whenever I, I stopped talking to that guy because he was an idiot. So <laughs> ever ever since then, I've just been a guy who likes Star Trek. Uh, right. Yeah. Like uh, that's one of those things. If you want a rift, you talk to some nerds about some shit because uh, nerds are nerds. good at rifts, man. Freaking they are good awful. at. Br- at dividing an already like minutely divided, like incredibly razor thin margin. They're like. Oh, but you're a CG anime. You're a prequel fan, a Star Wars prequel fan. I'm a Star Wars sequel fan. I like only Episode Seven or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. they'll they'll break it down super specific. But um, but in terms of like the Deep Space Nine, the having that space station, I love the idea of that people come to them and with like st- it's almost like an old west trading post or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I always like that idea of like because there w- that is one of those uh like supporting actor character actor jobs that you would always see people show up like every actor has a star trek yeah and uh deep space law and order of space yeah yeah 24 there's a lot of uh 24 people on there too i I mean they're both long-running shows that have a lot of uh character actors but there's a yeah a bunch of overlap between 24 and uh star trek that's so funny like it's the 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 casting director just got lazy and when when casting 24 is like just get all of the deep space nine people there yeah well uh uh, ben cisco's uh girlfriend and eventual wife Mm -hmm. was uh uh sherry palmer who was uh president palmer's wife oh right or uh there's a there's a bunch but uh when you get when you guys saw quark (laughs) <laughs> when you got into Star in Trek in 24 yeah the treasury secretary <laughs> <laughs> that must have been that that um what are those guys called um, Ferengi? the Ferengis yeah that Ferengi makeup especially the teeth always bothered me because you know like they had to do that every day like that oh, was it took hours too yeah that's like legit makeup like for what is technically a TV, you know, TV, a weekly TV show. Yeah, you know, um, that always seemed like, like if you got that job, like if you got Star Trek, you're like, please no makeup, please no makeup. You know, it's like, God damn it, I got the Ferengis, fuck. Um, but when you got into Star Trek, was that something that like you like got into as a young age, or was it? Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. Was it handed down? I know a lot of Trek tre- no, tre- people no, are. My dad wasn't a Trek guy. Yeah. Um, Is dad a football a- guy? He he does like football. He's uh, yeah, he's kind of all over the map. He's kind of likes what he likes. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he, he likes football. He likes books. He likes shitty new age music. So you, basically, <laughs> you discovered uh, Star Trek on your own? Or? Yeah, I uh, it was I was just flipping through channels. My uh, I remember I had a teacher in elementary school who made like a weird Star Trek joke, and I didn't get it. 
and a couple people laughed, and then it was on later. Next Generation was on later that night, and so I was like, oh, I'll watch it, and uh, I still didn't get the joke, but I don't remember <laughs> the joke, but uh, I did, uh, I was like, oh, I like this, and so then I kept on watching Next Generation, even though it was almost done at that point, uh-huh. Yeah, and then started watching Deep Space Nine. When Were those the episodes with uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Q? And uh, it was. I mean, it was. Uh, it, it the first one I watched wasn't. It was a. Uh, it was a uh, Will Wheaton centric episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so that must have really resonated with a young kid. Yeah, it did. It, it, and it was because it wasn't. It, it was when he was gone and back. So it wasn't uh, the uh, first two seasons annoying. Like Will, uh, kid, yeah. uh, uh, Wesley Crusher. Uh-huh. It was. Uh, he's just a younger guy who's in the Academy. Wesley Crusher. Now. I hate to I hate to say it, but we're not talking about Deep Space Nine. Do, does it fall under? Is it less iconic? Do people not like Deep Space Nine as much? I think. I mean, it's a little bit more. I think it's a little bit. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. Is if it a people, deeper cut? I, it might be a little bit. But it's not. Uh, it's not Enterprise deep. <laughs> right. But I right, think. Yeah. Um, I think more people are familiar with Next Generation, but Deep Space Nine probably has. Uh, more people who have seen them all, I guess. Yeah, is that yeah, right? yeah. Because when more people have seen an episode of Next Generation, yeah, right, right. I, uh, I was, I was always a bigger fan of Deep Space Nine for two reasons. One, I think there was more action on Deep Space Nine. Like, there's more like more war and yeah. fighting and stuff like that. They because they know, didn't have to go anywhere; they were just all there. Yeah, and it was disputed territory between the uh, Card- uh, let's say Cardassians, the Cardassians, <laughs> and Cardassians. the, the Bajorans. Yeah. And uh, two, I liked it because uh, I think of, of any Star Trek uh, iteration was uh, it had more to do with religion. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah. Cisco was uh, the basically like the Bajoran Jesus. Yeah, reluctant kind of. prophet. Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think this show came out when it was like nineties, like early nineties? Yeah, I I want to say ninety four. Yeah, was something the first like that. Year, maybe so that means, earlier, actually. So that means the Kardashians were like that was cre- prime uh, O.J. Simpson trial yeah. era. It was before. It was definitely before that. But do you think like the card? Like, Somebody was like, "Is Gold Ducat uh, representing O.J. Simpson in the trial? What's, <laughs> yeah. what's going on here?" Could but, like, could you imagine like, <laughs> there's a character whose name is like, you know, Captain Sokol, and yeah. it just like every episode you're just hearing your name over and over and over again. Like some like all of a sudden there's like a, a character on the show with like a Lieutenant Merc at all, and I'm like, what? How do they? That's not even that common. Um, but like I could just imagine like the young Kardashians like thinking. Um, I'm famous because of this, and then it's like, oh shit! Now they're famous because of their name. <laughs> uh, that was dumb. I don't know. I Deep Space Nine primed uh, the entire society to get ready for Kardashian fame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get ready. Just planted the seed. We're gonna have to keep up oh, with man, these. Never, uh, is that like a were the Kardashians like an allegory for like uh, Armenian people? It was like the Armenian genocide. And they're the Bajorans or something. I what? don't know. Somewhere in That's there. That's a deep cut. That's a deep thought. <laughs> it's a deep space nine cut. Oh shit. Um do you feel like there that there should be that, that would be something to revisit, like in the future movies and stuff like that? Do you think like the the I'm pissed they're not with the new show. I uh I'm a little uh I mean I I watched the first two episodes of Discovery. Yeah, and, what'd you think? Uh, I I I liked it for the most part. Um, I haven't seen it because it's on CBS All Access. Access. The first first one was on just normal CBS, so Uh I watched it when it was uh, aired, and then uh, I I, uh, 
I stole the yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. Well, I mean, you got it. Like it's when the harder they make something to find, the the more it pushes you to just find a way to watch it for like a pirated version. Because yeah. this is it, like, let's be honest, there's a million ways to watch pirated yeah. stuff. Um, but like the idea that that they're 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 putting this, which Star Trek is like a big property. Like yeah. why? How? Why are they not? Like why is it buried? You know? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, what did you think though, of it? What did you think? You thought it was good? I thought it was. I thought it was solid. I don't. I don't like the prequel aspects. Uh, mm. The the effects are are just. They went all out on it. They they spent a lot of money on oh, it. Oh really? Uh, yeah. The makeup looks amazing. I uh, I'm really excited to see more. Uh, I had my like nerd quibbles, but at the same time, I it was I thought it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. What now, are the quibbles? I want to hear the quibbles. The quibbles are those furry things. Uh, <laughs> and the trouble with quibbles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the quibble with quibbles. The, qu- uh, <laughs> um, the qualms with quibbles. Uh, what did you not like that they didn't focus on the captain? Because Michelle Yeoh, it's, they say that it's the story of Sonequa. Uh, what's Mar- Martin Green? Yeah, from Walking Dead. That she, it's I, more focused on her. I did you did, get that vibe? I, I did get that vibe. I didn't. I don't have a problem with that at all. Mm. I thought that it's a weird thing for people to complain about because I don't really think any of them have have too much like exclusively focused on the the captain. I mean, it's always been an ensemble show. Yeah, yeah really. Uh, I mean, like even uh, uh, even Voyager, which was pretty Janeway centric. I mean, like. The last few seasons, it was mostly about her and Seven of Nine's relationship. Yeah. And I right. thought I, you'd be hard-pressed to say either one of them was the main focus of the show. Yeah, I think mm. a little bit on the original series with Kirk, but that is, uh, that's going way back. I mean, Well, in the original series, it was like a big deal for them to have, you know, Chekhov, a Russian guy. Yeah. And uh, Sulu, you know, an Asian guy, and and uh, uh, Nimoy, a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> no, and uh, Nichelle Nichols, who yeah. was black, and and from the way that they structured the 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 hierarchy of the ranks, it followed like an Air Force thing. She's like third in command or like fourth in command. Yeah. So she's like uh, you know like a black woman was was like that high on the chain of she command. She was hidden figures. Yeah, she was the the human computer from. Well, I forgot who plays. What, what, I never saw Hidden Figures, um, but she uh, took us to space. But in that sense of like, there were episodes. Yeah, Kirk was the the main guy, but they were all featured. Like they were yeah, all yeah. important. One of the uh, I haven't seen the Discovery yet. One of the uh, critiques I heard was that it focuses uh, like the the Sasha. I keep calling her Sasha from Walking Dead. Uh, the the main character she she like wants to go to war with the Klingons. Yeah. And uh, they're like all the other, you know, versions of Star Trek have been all about ob- obtaining peace. Yeah. Did not care for that. Did not care for that at all. You think uh, it, like it's like a, a a little bit of a violation of what what Star Trek is, or a violation is it- of the goddamn Prime Directive? Uh, no, it's, uh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> nah, I don't. Uh, I don't think it, it actually is a, pro- a violation of the Prime Directive, but it's definitely against some kind of Starfleet code. I mean, they kind of explained it. Uh, Someone well. in Starfleet code, it says like, "Don't start wars." You're like, "Oh, I didn't know that was there." Yeah, oh, I mean, okay. it's uh, yeah, and the captain, the captain uh, makes like a uh, that's it was one of my favorite parts of the episode is when the captain pretty much says, "I don't give a shit if they're going to attack us. We're Starfleet. We don't fire first. Oh. And that was I, I thought it was I thought um, I hated it when uh, when. Uh, I don't remember the actress's name. Her name, uh, Michael, in the show. Uh, when when Michael's like, we should fire first, uh-huh. and the captain and I, I was I was like, 
I my like nerd alarm immediately yeah, yeah, went yeah. off. I was like, "Well, this isn't Star Trek." Yeah, and then the uh, captain like shot her down. I was like, "All right, this is Star Trek again." So yeah. maybe I should just <laughs> shut up and watch it. Do you have um like? Well, it's interesting because so so all the captains had like a, you know, like there was a ton of the catchphrases of of Kirk had like the you know beat me up Scotty and the bones and you know like how he established a lot of that classic Star Trek stuff and engage uh, yeah yeah make it so and make, make it, it so, so yeah. uh, T Earl Grey yeah. hot you know like he what what were Cisco's like go to things like what was his the things I'm he was trying hit? to think if he. If he has, I, I mean, he uh, uh, he didn't drink tea. Mm-hmm. He, dr- he drank uh, Klingon coffee, uh, Ractagino is what it's called. But yeah. I, I can't think of any particular catchphrase. The he only had. thing he yeah. really had that I can think of was he always had a basketball in his office. Baseball. Oh, base. I thought it was basketball. No, no, baseball. Or baseball in his office, and uh, he would like play with it yeah. when he was like thinking of stuff. And then at one point, I forgot the episode. He had to like. They had to abandon Deep Space Nine, but he left it. Yeah, as if like I'm coming back. As for a this. note to Dakot, he's like, "Don't get too comfortable in that chair because that I'm coming back for that baseball, buddy." Yeah. Ah. Oh, don't you think I'm not coming back for that baseball? <laughs> um, yeah, it's just because you know it's fun. Again, it's I remember really enjoying. I don't. I, I'm not as deep into the lore yeah. of Star Trek as you are, but I remember enjoying it a lot more than uh, Next Generation. And and more than I never really liked the original series. I mean, it's campy now. Like you watch it for a little bit of the camp. Yeah. Uh, but I would like for someone who's not in that world, Deep Space Nine for some reason was fun for me to watch. Like just when it was on, and I guess in the way I was watching it was not not the best way to do it. But it didn't have a lot of the iconic things that people like think about. But it was I think well written. It was a good yeah. show. There was a lot of like like I think it it didn't suffer from that the the journey you find a new per, a new group of people and then you go to another place you find another new group of people and then it's like yeah. it was it was i felt it had like a lot more chances to tell individual stories like it was because it, it was all in like that yeah and I mean, because they spent so much time with the same group of people they also spent a lot of time like just delving into to like really minor characters backstories yeah. and like uh, quark gets a bunch of episodes there's a uh, one episode devoted to uh, it was it started out as like an in-show joke. There's a, a character who's always at uh, Quark's bar called Morn, which is an anagram of Norm. Uh, <laughs> from Cheers. From Cheers, yeah. And he's just this big, I, I don't remember what race he is, uh, and uh, I'm, call it my nerd credentials if you want. But uh, <laughs> Please. Uh, they, uh, yeah, they, he started out, he was just in every episode. They just had him in the background. He never has a speaking role. What a and good background had, gig. Uh, they, that would have been such a good job to get. Different, I think different like writers and actors played them throughout oh, the, the run of the okay, show okay. too. Yeah, and because uh, it's like a full prosthetic. Uh, yeah. Okay. And so then they they at one point it was like late in the run, like season six or seven, they had a whole episode devoted to to how he like his his life and uh, times. It was really funny. And he still never speaks in the episode, which but is it really follows funny. him around. Yeah, I love that it uh, for that opportunity. Like they, I don't think the other shows really thought of doing that because they could always just go to another place, you know, yeah. and, and do a new thing. But I remember liking it a lot. But it, did, it it's like one of those things they gave you like a, a wealth of choices. Yeah, and rather than focusing on like a, a core group of of like this catchphrase has to be in everything. Engage number one, all that stuff, and um, 
I, I remember. I I don't know. Like I gotta go back and I, this makes me want to go back and watch it. I mean, did you ever go to the conventions and stuff like that? Have you ever been? No, I've been to because uh, that was pre Comic Con, where like where pre where nerds are allowed. Like, yeah, it was pre nerds are cool. They well, they came. They, they we didn't really. Uh, I I mean I, I never really had a desire to like fly out to San Diego to go to a like a, one of the big Comic Cons. Mm-hmm. The like the touring ones they always had. They usually had Star Trek people, and I would go see them from time to time. Right. Uh, but uh, I don't. I mean I, I uh, I I don't really. I don't really get into like the community mm-hmm. aspect mm. of it. I mean, I, I like talking with, I like casually talking about Star Trek, but when I meet someone for who that's like their personality, yeah, I get like 10 minutes in, like we like talked about a couple episodes. I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's, it's one of those, it's a very slippery slope. Like I went, I had, I had a show one time at an anime convention in South Florida in Miami and, um, there was like people who were having fun and into it and all that stuff, and then there were people who you could see were like, "This is serious business." Yeah, you know, and and I always I admire that because they have a they have a thing, but I also feel bad because like, oh, there's so many other cool things like to to where the, the whole rift thing comes in. Yeah. Where there's people who will there's a lot of gatekeeping. Yeah, in the nerd community where or and in the music community anything that gets real like granular you know yeah where like oh you like this band what name their first album and it's like you know there's like a lot of that you have to qualify your like you just said your nerd cred yeah and i mean yeah it's it's the same with uh yeah with music if you weren't if you weren't into a certain music before like a certain threshold point you're you're a poser and sports fans are just notoriously fucking all these bandwagon fans yeah Yeah. it's just like you know who gives a shit you're watching you know i I love baseball as much as the next guy, but you know I, I, I'm not going to be able to quote every person's you know vorp and shit like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like that's the thing. That's vorp, th- that was a character on D Space. <laughs> yeah, <Vorp. laughs> uh, who was the changeling guy? Oh, Odo. Odo. I love that guy. Yeah, I always he was thought, great. I always thought that was like a really cool power to have. You know that that yeah. he could that they could do that, but I always thought like. If they could literally just get a different guy, they could have just hired different people every week and done like a like one of those rotating cast things. Well, that's kind of what happened with Dax. Like uh, they start off the she was a she was the symbiote. Yeah, and uh, she started off as Jadzia Dax, and then like the last two seasons. I don't know this. Which, which one is this one? She's the one who had a little uh, like leopard print tattoo on the side of her head. Oh, okay. And uh, she was a person that was a symbiote who actually like trained uh, Cisco. And then when that body died, it went into Jadzia, and then uh, they became friends for Deep Space Nine. But controlling the body? Yeah, yeah. It was like a weird symbiote thing. Oh, okay. And then, uh, then Why don't that, I remember that? Then that body unexpectedly died. They probably had a contract dispute or something. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, the symbiote's in this new person. And then uh, they, it was just- That's a smooth move. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have just kept her off, the lo- because it was just the last season. Yeah, yeah, uh, right? Yeah. There Terry Farrell, I think- Went to join Becker. Yeah, that's the, right. The hit sitcom oh, Becker. Now I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and so then they just unexpectedly killed her off. What, what, what pissed me off about that one is I heard they didn't even ask her uh, to be in like the last episode when they do like flashbacks throughout the the, the past they, seven years. Yeah, yeah. Because they, I don't know, were petty about it, so they just didn't even have her. They didn't show any footage of her throughout the time. It was all 
Ezra Dax is like, no one gives a shit about yeah. this new Dax. I mean, they, she had a couple of good episodes. I don't have anything against the the actress, but I just thought that whole transition yeah. was handled pretty poorly. Yeah, with uh, with uh, Captain Cisco though, um, Avery Brooks. What other stuff? Because I, I, I've you see him pop up and stuff, but I he I feel like he didn't get his due. Like there was he could have gone on. He he, he, he he was in a he was in a long running show. I think, I, wasn't he in American History X? Or he something? was in American History yeah, X. He was the, the principal. He had um ah Christ, I can't remember the name of the show. I think it was like a cop show. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because they didn't. The writers in Deep Space Nine didn't want him to have a goatee the first couple of years. Because he was going to look too much like his previous character, ah. so oh. it had to be a either wouldn't let him have a goatee or wouldn't let him shave his head for oh. the first couple of years. Uh, I guess he eventually he talked him into it, which is good. <laughs> uh, I know uh, he does a lot of Shakespeare stuff because like oh okay. they always recruit like Shakespearean actors to be the the uh, the captains or the leaders like fucking uh, Kirk was actually a Shakespearean dude so was uh, mm-hmm. Nimoy and uh, uh, yeah and, and uh, obviously Jean Luc Picard, Picard and yeah. he does a thing. Janeway well not Bacula Bacula was not a Shakespearean guy I don't think <laughs> uh, the Bacula man I love I love <laughs> I love Scott Bacula I don't know why there's some that's great I I love that guy I loved Quantum Leap which was kind of on at the same time ish like it or like late eighties I guess Leap was like the same time as Next Generation as Next yeah. Generation yeah. yeah. But I remember that being like uh, when when they announced that Scott Bakula was going to be a captain, I was like, hell yeah! And then I never watched the show. <laughs> like my brother was super into the uh, Star Trek. What's called Enterprise? Enterprise. Right? And um, it wasn't even called Star Trek. It was just called Enterprise, right? They uh, think the first year it was just Enterprise, and then they added the Star Trek. They they retooled it. Yeah, uh, a bunch of times. But he did. But there, like I um, never liked the theme song. There was like a theme song with lyrics. Yeah, it was every awful. other. Every other Star Trek show is just beautiful orchest- orchestral stuff. And yeah. this is like, it took a long time. Have, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because I tried to, I remember uh, my brother was like, you have to watch this show, man. It's so good. And I tried to, he also told me about, like, he's like, you watch, what, do you watch Battlestar Galactica? I'm like, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't watched any Battlestar. Oh, because man, if, I, I feel like there's like so much of it yeah. that I Wait, have, you, gonna have you to haven't invest. watched the, the new version? No. Dude. So watch, I know, I know. Yeah. Watch I know. the fucking... I, dude, there's too much TV. Don't watch any of the spinoffs. Just the, the yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I mean, um, but he was talking like, um, did you know that the original Star Trek uh, theme song has lyrics? Star Trek, talking there, about Star Trek. No, uh, there's a funny thing. I can't remember where I heard it, but I heard the dudes from Tenacious Tracking through the stars. <laughs> but uh, God, where where did I hear it? But the guys from Tenacious D did the Star Trek theme. And it has lyrics, something about like starlight, starflight. I swear to you, I don't know if they were jo- like if they were joking around, but apparently it's like legit. The Star Trek theme has has had lyrics, but then they just played the or- the. You know, well, it's funny because like uh, the original Star Trek theme song uh, wasn't the one everybody thinks of, because like uh, Next Generation started using the theme song from I think it was like. Star Trek The Undiscovered Country or something. From the movie? Yeah, like that's when the first... the Like that's the one that uh, became the Next Generation theme song and that only debuted in Undiscovered Country, I think. No, because... Next Generation is... Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Look, we're just going to hum tunes into this <laughs> microphone. Hey, um, whatever it gets us uh, so we don't get sued. Yeah, no, but... Uh, oh, we're pulling like vanilla ices, like, no, ours goes. Yeah, yeah. No, but that I but the, the the original Star Trek theme has, like, bongo. Like, it's super 60s. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's got, like, bongos in it and shit. It's so funny. But it had yep. lyrics. Okay, oh, that was a fun. great episode. I think it was Deep Space Nine where uh, they go back in time to the original series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have to deal with the Tribbles. One of my one of my absolute favorite episodes. Yeah, there was a one great. My favorite part of any Star Trek is when uh, Worf is there because Worf later joined Deep Space Nine. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's the scene where the Klingons are fighting the original crew, and uh, they look nothing like Worf. And the, somebody's like, "Hey, how come they look like that?" And he's like, it's, "It was a weird period." We don't we don't discuss it with outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Which is weird because, like, in Discovery, like, they changed again. Yeah. They look different again. Well, that's the thing about, like, uh, like when you make up a, a race of people, you know, like, you, they're creating, essentially, there's some explanation as to why they're all humanoid, like, we could, like why they all yeah. walk on two legs. And it's based on that whole idea of transpermia where, like, an asteroid hits a planet and then some of that. You know, by the, the uh, genetic material gets launched into space or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna push up my glasses here and say, uh, well, actually, uh, <laughs> oh, he did it. Well, actually, uh, now there's a, there's a uh, next generation episode where uh, like the beans from like well before any other humanoid races, uh, they were the original humanoid race, and they oh. scattered their uh, DNA all around. As the building blocks of uh, okay. pretty much everywhere in the, the Wait, galaxy. Did Ridley Scott steal that for Prometheus? Um, probably. I never saw Prometheus. I didn't see Prometheus That's either. Basically, what it was. I heard it was not good. Oh, it was pretty boring. Yeah. I I didn't see I didn't see it. Um, I just watched like Alien and Aliens again. You know, like that yeah. might be our Halloween. If we can do a Halloween screening for at the Creek for a movie, like we for did aliens? with a. Uh, um, what do we do that? What do we do? Groundhog screening. Day. You yeah. can't do a screening. You got to hocus pocus, man, or actual the movie Halloween or Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. I wanted to do. Uh, um, I don't know. We'll think of something. We'll think of something. I know we're definitely going to do. Um, oh god, trick or treat. So we're gonna have candy for everybody. Oh, for nice. sure, we're having candy for the guests. No. But uh, yeah, yeah, I just want to throw candy at people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been I, while you guys have been talking, I'm trying to look up the fucking lyrics that come out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be, beyond the rim of beyond the rim of starlight, my love is wandering in star flight. I know he'll find in star clustered reaches love, strange love, a star woman teaches. I know his journey ends never. His Star Trek will go on forever. But tell him, while he wanders his starry sea, remember, remember me. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Those are the lyrics. So let's all be thankful. It sounds like William Shatner would sing that. Right? Yeah, it's totally. But remember, it's like, it's fucking, it's the 60s. But like, like um, uh, Gene Roddenberry wrote them, wrote the lyrics. Uh, I believe it. He was uh, a weirdo. Yeah. Do you think, because was he involved in the Deep Space Nine? No, he was dead he by was then. He was dead by then? And I heard he wasn't too uh, pleased when he heard the plans for it. See, really? uh, yeah, he was very involved with the, I, I want to say the first couple seasons of Next Generation, yeah. and then he was old, so yeah, yeah. stopped being involved as much, and then when they when they came to him for his blessing on Deep Space Nine, he gave him the permission to, to use the, the Star Trek name and everything, 
but just hated the idea of it. Uh, so what, I, I mean, what part did he hate? Just like he didn't, he didn't like the idea that there was going to be interpersonal conflict. That was uh, something he didn't, uh, he didn't care for. Oh, uh, oh well, you mean interpersonal, like so, like a person struggling internally? No, or inner crew, inner like crew, the, yeah, the crew. Oh, you, but that's that's realistic, though. Yeah, I mean, it, you're going to get all sorts of different people. From all sorts of different backgrounds, especially in a place like, from yeah. time to time. Yeah, yeah, especially in a place like that where it's, you know, diplomats and trade yeah. posts and yeah. all that stuff. And that's part g- of what I like so much about about to bring it back to to Cisco yeah. is that him and uh, him and Major Kiro, I yeah. think, is one of the best first officers. Uh, I mean, there, there's been a bunch of great first officers, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, they don't they don't they don't agree on a whole bunch of shit. And they still have a, a a very good working relationship. They have a lot of a respect for each other, but they fight. Particularly in the beginning, they fight a lot about pretty pretty much everything. And then, but it's you know they find a find a solution or there's some sort of like solve. Yeah, and all pulling rank and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Or just Cisco will say, you know, fuck you. We're doing yeah. it the Federation right, right. way, and Kira has to just bite her more, lip and do I got it. More yeah. things on my shoulder yeah. and uh, my collar. You know, come on. Yes, yeah, so what was the, it? Was like uh, Bajorans couldn't hold it anymore or something. They were they asked for Federation help while they were transitioning from Cardassian rule. Because the Cardassians left, and then while they were getting their shit together, they asked, because uh, they weren't a member of the Federation, but they wanted some help reorganizing their government to maybe one day join the Federation. Ah, uh, I gotcha. So, did this inspire you to, like, w- watching Star Trek, because it is very, like, you know, military slash political slash, you know, did you ever think that you wanted to pursue any of that ideas and stuff in Star Trek as, like, a career or anything like that? No. No, not at all. No, no, not even, not even a little bit. Not uh, even as a Creole chef. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's all you took from fucking yeah. Star Trek? I'm not gonna lie, I loved those episodes when it was like his dad, like, "Come on to the restaurant, we got yeah. this Cajun food." That's so funny. I love. I mean, one of one of the things I, uh, I mean, um, one of, how they really get into not just uh, not just Ben and his dad's relationship. But also him and his son. Yeah, were, right. Because he did have the he had the, his he was a single son. dad. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, uh, Jake Jake lived on the the station too, and that even though Cisco was one of I would say one of the most, I mean, like people say Kirk is a, a tough guy, but he was Cisco was probably the most badass captain. Yeah, I don't know if he was necessarily the best captain, but definitely yeah, the most badass. And what when they would have him go from just this this fucking terrifying authority figure on the space station to a guy getting pushed around by his son and or his dad yeah was always i thought like a really they wrote they wrote both those relationships really really well and there's not a lot of there's not a lot of uh maybe because these people are on military vessels uh, or quasi yeah not, yeah you know scientific exploratory yeah, yeah, vessels yeah. with right. photon torpedoes uh you know there's not a yeah. lot of uh interplay we're between, blowing them up with science yeah <laughs> you know family uh you got to see except for with cisco and i thought i thought those relationships were written really well yeah uh, you know who was on the show was that what's that irish guy what's his name uh, Col- uh, Colmini. Uh, oh, yeah, Colmini. His real name? Miles oh, yeah. O'Brien. Miles O'Brien. Uh, hands down, most underappreciated character. Yeah. But he had a he had a wife and he had like a little kids later yeah. on, and uh, it was it was weird to see like a family living in this situation. Yeah, especially since the wife was miserable for yeah. at least like a good portion of the show, and that was kind of funny. That uh, like not only 
<laughs> not only was it a uh, showing a marriage, but showing a marriage on the rocks. Boy. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. were and, they and were not happy. I guess you know what. And now I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and watch Deep Space Nine because I did. Re- I re- like as you guys are talking because I I not and I wasn't into it at the time, but like all that stuff really sounds like good writing, like good stuff, good like good like real meaty stuff for a story. Yeah. So I, I I think I think it does like Deep Space Nine does get this weird rap. Of like not being, be, not as it's not enterprise forgettable, but it does f- go under the radar. Yeah, but there's a lot of good in that thing. There's another fun, uh, uh, just kind of like writers. I don't know if it's a joke or if it's just something they 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 did. But at least once a season, they did an episode where uh, O'Brien got tortured. Yeah, uh, they just <laughs> and they said they just it was like they had like a, a, a season a Miles Must Suffer episode, and so they just put him through the ringer at least once a season. There was a lot of tropes like that in the different Star Trek. Like, yeah. well, one of the major things in Star Trek is the when they were writing scripts and stuff. Like you hear the stories of them saying that they would have to like make up science terms. They would tech the tech. Yeah, you know, or like no babble. Yeah, what, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Though, is there any of those that come out that stick out to you in your mind about like what are your favorites? Oh, because I like just stuff like dilithium crystals and stuff like that. And when they would just make up names for things and then slowly but surely, like they would have some basis in like real science. But then it'd be like, oh, no, they're not saying anything. They're not yeah. saying anything at all. Yeah, it's I mean, dilithium crystals probably my my uh, uh, I like that one a lot. I like uh, uh, warp nasal. Yeah, which is uh, warp nasal. Yeah, that's, that's the, you know the starship, the big things that come off the end. Oh, those are like those engines? are nasals. Yeah, uh, are those like? Uh, is that like a, a nautical term? It feels I think like so, right? it feels like it's gotta I be. Thought it, see, I liked it because I thought it was a made-up term. And really? That, yeah, but it, uh, it probably is nautical. That's now. the thing. Is like it makes sense. Yeah. It sounds right. It sounds good. Dilithium yeah. crystal warp nacelle. Yeah. yeah, it's got. Yeah, it'll be like there'll be a familiar element in this weird techno babbly thing where everyone's like, "Of course, right? Yeah, you know the the." Engineering guy, of course, would say all those words. Uh, yeah. Moving on, you know, Deflector like, shield. Uh, I love that. That was one of the things. So let's talk about the Star Trek tech because there's so much of that that I love, and I wished was real. Like the the trans the teleporter. Yeah, has got to be like that dream thing of like, oh, I don't want to just be some the transporter. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, where you just you're somewhere else. You know, you just you just like beam out and stuff like that. Yeah. What are the, what are the like like the holodeck was always one of those. Holodeck is is neat, but it always led to episodes I didn't like. Yeah, no. so yes. I always thought it was uh, uh, kind of like a lazy writing tool. Yeah, well, um, oh, we're in the old west now. Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh, if I wanted geez. to watch a fucking old west show, I'd watch an old west show. Right, right. <laughs> um, and or, I was like, how is everybody just not always in their fucking holograms? Oh, they were. And there they was had a, there's to have a been. weird TNG episode where Riker. And Picard have a odd moment with a hologram, and it's just—I mean, like even—I don't remember the how old I was when I first saw it, but I was like, "Holy shit, what is going on here? <laughs> what happens? I don't know." Son. They uh, this 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 weird group of aliens take over the Enterprise, and as uh, they do, yeah, and because uh, they it's a uh, it's a season two episode, I want to mm-hmm. say, and it's a. Uh, they have to they have to take over the enterprise to uh, help their home world, but they need one crew member left on board just in case it doesn't work out. Right. And they, they die in the process of trying to take over the ship, 
And so they, uh, it's been a while since I've seen this one, so I might, uh, I might be angering some nerds right here. But, uh, and Ed, if the- you anger enough nerds to boost our listenership, <laughs> I will be forever grateful. Go yeah, anger then, some nerds. Someone will post well, it on a t- chat. What yeah. happens was that the, Luke Skywalker the, Yeah, the ship yeah. Yeah, gets taken over by some Wookiees. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Doctor <laughs> Who comes out of nowhere. And oh. There's a bunch of timey wimey Borgy Wargies. Yeah. Uh, and they're all like Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, man! Uh, so, uh, so how? Uh, what's yeah, the so hologram fucker. So yeah, so everyone's off the ship except for Picard and Riker because the the binars need them on there just in case they pass out and have to have them steer the ship to their home planet. And to entice Riker to stay, they they program a super sexy hologram, and uh, and then uh, through sheer accident, Picard ends up in the holodeck with him, and then this holodeck is just. Really laying it on thick with the both of them. Really, and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is not. And then uh, uh, this looks. This sounds. Uh, this sounds like the porn parody of yeah. Star Trek. It, yeah. Where they're like, oh, what do you think of my pixels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> at one point Rucker even says something really, really weird. It's super funny. It's an odd episode. Yeah. Do you know what it's called? A, well, it's it's. One zero zero one one or one one zero zero one zero. It's got it's a, just ones and zeros. It's a binary number. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you think of the movies? The the, the new movies, the old movies. Uh, just like yeah, the new movies and how like did you like the old ones uh, from the original cast? I liked. I I really like Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Um, I re- my favorite is probably six, and that's probably because that was the only one of the original cast I saw in the theaters. That's the one where they go to the prison planet. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, yeah. uh, I, I, it's my absolute favorite of that the, is actually the original of, series of that one. Yeah, those are good. Um, Star I, Trek Four, of course, is the famous one where they go back to the eighties to find yeah, that one, whales. That one's good. That's yeah. probably my third favorite. It has the whistles. Yeah, they yeah. Have to, one, three, and five are just a fucking mess. Yeah, uh, um, I liked uh, my favorite one is First Contact. First Contact's great. That is the, yes, that so one's good. very good. I like because uh, there's Deep Space Nine references in there too. Because yeah. uh, Worf was a Deep Space Nine at the time, and he was commanding the Defiant, and uh, they were fighting the Borg with the Defiant because the Defiant was built to fight the Borg. Yeah, and uh, it gets injured in the, the melee, and uh, sure. uh, Worf and his crew gets beamed aboard the Enterprise, and they go, "Oh, we took care of your little ship." And he was like, "Little? <laughs> it's like that's... a fucking it's a battleship." <laughs> that's crazy. It was supposed to be destroyed, but the Deep Space Nine people wouldn't let them destroy oh, it. Oh, really? The, yeah. That's funny. They're, well, yeah, it's like uh, we can't have you make a movie where you just kill off this giant thing that we've been trying to build up for <laughs> yeah. this whole time. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we got to wrap this up, but this has been. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you what; it makes me want to go back to. Oh, uh, what do you think about the new movies? Before we, uh, I up? I really like the first one, uh, Star the Star Trek two thousand and nine, the time travel one with Eric Bana. Yeah, I yeah, liked yeah. that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, I was really just looking forward to the rest of them. So the second one, I I really didn't care for. No. Uh, the third one, I kind of went in going. You know what? It's an action movie directed by the the fucking Fast and the Furious guy. Yeah. Whatever. I don't really give a shit. I had so, a great time yeah, with that one. I, I had fun with it. I, I don't really consider it a Star Trek movie, but yeah. that was a fun movie. Do you are you okay with them kind of giving that using the time travel trope to rewrite history and being able to like the both worlds still technically exist? Yeah, I I'm perfectly fine with that. The Although I also don't really 
I don't really hold the original crew in the same regard as some other Trek people. Right, right. So if it was, if this was a new Captain Picard or a new Cisco, a new Janeway, I might be a little bit more reticent about it. But mm. I don't really give too many shits about Captain Kirk, so it doesn't really bother. You know, me. Right, I've, always, yeah. I've always wondered about like because of the uh, the time difference and the time travel and shit. And that J.J. Uh, Abrams version is like, there were so many ships that were destroyed because of Eric Bana's character. It's like, but their descendants will never live, so maybe there's not going to be a Riker now. Yeah. And maybe there's not going to be a fucking Cisco. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, uh, the original generation is fine. They're set. But then, like, everybody after them is going to oh, be yeah. they, suspect. Uh, they might just be disappeared now. They have to re... Yeah, I mean, they, they would have to... Look... If these movies continue on to the point where there's a next generation and a Riker and a and and a Deep Space Nine, you know, then it then then they're doing a great job. But honestly, like the so same thing with that Wrath of Con, the not Wrath of Khan, but the their yeah, yeah. their Khan version with the Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. I still Lickers haven't Mitch. been able to sit through the whole thing. It's I uh, can't. It's not great. Yeah, I, I just get bored. But and uh, but like it it the the last one was great because it was just not great but it was like fine it was good to watch yeah. I saw it in the theater there was a fucking one of the best Beastie Boys drops of all time yeah. in that movie for yeah, yeah. it was so like it felt out of place when you saw it in the trailer you're like what the fuck but well, then it, when the movie I mean, you're it like it felt out of place in the movie too but you knew it was coming but so it, it was, was like, like this come is on. fine yeah Can I bring it? But it was also a, it was a callback to the first movie yeah. so yeah, I was like yeah. I'll accept it yeah i thought that was fine and uh and uh and it I, was fun as shit so yeah. it wasn't really yeah. shooting shit yeah. they're blowing up this swarm of bee ships yeah, and this well, great. sabotage yeah. plays i mean it was it was badass <laughs> it was pretty fun uh but uh wrapping this up what, so uh let's see what we can wrap it up on there's a uh, so much all right if you uh you're building your own uh federation naval fleet what would you name your you got the enterprise the defiant you got deep space nine is boring that's a boring name for a, a battle station. Oh, I, am I am I am I building a fleet or am I the Just, captain or yeah? What's the name of your ship? You got the Enterprise, the Defiant, Voyager. Would you want to be Discovery? What do you name your ship? We're telling your story. You gotta the go Adams, Enterprise. Enterprise. I mean, that's, I mean, it's like, like the most famous name. But like a, you know, yeah, like create your own ship. Like what's the name of your ship? That oh, you're let me creating? put it to you this way: Who Serenity? Oh. <laughs> this is just a roundabout way to get to start uh, to get to Firefly. Uh, every episode of this show is like that. Um, no, but like, let's say you have your choice of your of all of the crews to be the captain. Oh of. yeah. Oh, Janeway. You would take the Voyager crew. To uh, well, I would take I would take Janeway as my captain. Oh, okay. I know she. I mean, among all the captains, she's the one who gives who cares the most that her crew is going to die. So I, I, I yeah. mean, as someone who doesn't want to die, uh, Cisco would sacrifice me in a fucking New York second if yeah. he uh, or a, to save uh, his uh, Alpha Quadrant second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, yeah. to keep yeah, it in the for, world, for, keep yeah, it in the for world. anything. Yeah. But uh, and Picard himself at the end. Yeah, yeah. Picard sacrifices Spoiler his, alert. his yeah. girlfriend. Uh, I mean, she doesn't end up dying. That's why they break up. But there's an episode <laughs> where, where you were gonna let me die, and he's like, oh, yeah, and he's sorry. just like, well, I gotta, and uh, he just. He just fucking doesn't even doesn't cry nothing. He doesn't even give any indication he has any feelings for her and just fucking sends her off to die. Wow. Whereas Janeway, you know, I, I have a, I have a feeling she's she, the most compelling. You feel you'd be the safest with her, but you oh, think yeah, yeah. Ben Cisco is the most badass. Of yeah, the oh yeah, by far. Yeah, oh, I forgot that. I want to ask you this: uh, of any species, uh, which species would you like to have sex with? 
Oh right, yeah, you gotta uh, you gotta fuck one of these uh, alien ladies. I uh, there is, but that is a thing. Like even not in Beta Zed, <laughs> but even like, though Marina Sirtis is a gorgeous yeah. woman, but even in like in every iteration of Star Trek, there's always the hot one. Yeah, there's always there's you know like in, even in the original series, it was always Kirk fucking whoever wherever they landed, and then and, it was Riker, and then yeah. <laughs> that's, that's you that's, made Riker yeah. the hot one. Oh, Riker is definitely the hot he's, one. He's very attractive. I'm just talking about in terms of women, if you, the attractive uh, women. There was Deanna Troy. That's funny, like not having sex with Deanna Troy because it's like, she knows what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I would not want that. <laughs> like, you guys start making out, she's like, no, not in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be really like beneficial to just know what's good. And what, like, you could, she'd just be like, you could, she yeah, know. Yeah, but I don't know what's good. She. Just knows what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, she can't put the thought. I'm not a beta in. Z in this, or am I uh, a beta Z in this? No, no, no. No, then. Would you want to know? Oh my God, that sounds like the worst. To just feel everyone else's emotions. Walking around in New York City, you'd die. Yeah, yeah. I tell you this. Die. I fuck a Klingon. I yeah. I I, I would. I want to say I, I'm vacillating between Klingon and Bajoran. Uh, Bajorans are hot. Depends on. It really depends on my mood. Yeah. Depends, right. Yeah. So maybe I should go with Changeling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you stole my hair. I was totally gonna yeah. say. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why they have. I guarantee you, the holodeck was invented by some nerd to fuck whatever he wanted without like real consequence. Um, but uh, yeah, what would you? Uh, well, yeah, we got to wrap up it. But yeah, this has been a really fucking fun episode, man. Yeah. This is we got to nerd out over. It. I'd really want to go watch Deep Space Nine again, and uh, and and. And catch that. Is that available streaming somewhere? Like Hulu? Uh, or Netflix. Netflix yeah. has it? I'm definitely going to watch yeah. some of it. Yeah. Although it might be going to CBS All Access. So oh, God damn I, I've it. heard they might take them all away. I know they're all going to CBS Access. I don't know if they're, they're, they're taking them like, away from Netflix. Disney too. is doing their thing and they're taking all the fucking Star Wars oh, things. Yeah. Star Wars and Marvel and all that. And Marvel. Ugh. They're, killing, they're killing Netflix, the thing I already have a subscription to. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Um, but thanks, Adam, for being here. This has been a, a thanks, super fun uh, time. Thanks for having me, guys. What is there anything you'd like to promote? You have your show, Arstoria. Yeah, where? come to Arstoria. It's every other uh, Monday. This this Monday, the second, we're we're having one. Um, if you're going to be in, uh, if you are a Michigan listener, I'll be there the rest of the week and the week after. Oh, nice. And then uh, I'll be in Chicago the week after that. Uh, I don't. I mean, I just. Do you have social media? I, yeah, I don't find expect me on social media and ask yeah. me where I'm going to be. What's yeah. I gotta go through Twitter, every... Scam, what do you got? Because uh, you post a lot of your Star Trek uh, stuff on Instagram, yeah, yeah. too. Uh, so, uh, at SoCal Adam for Twitter and Instagram. S-O-K-O-L? And, uh, yeah, S-O-K-O-L and then Adam. The normal know, way. The, the normal way. And what's <laughs> what's your the Star Trek blog? That you uh, it's just AdamSoCal.com. Oh, okay. Or if so you're on Tumblr, it's Good Trek, Bad Trek. Oh, good trick, bad trick. Um, yeah. Uh, but that this has been a real fun episode. Will, is there anything you'd like to throw out there before we go? Hey, come to Unsung Heroes. That's right. Thursday nights at the Creek in the Cave in That's Long fun. Island City, Queens. Super fun. As uh, we described, is the price is right on PCP. Yep. All right. Yeah, because we, we don't have, we, we have come down music when like, come on down. Yeah. And, uh, we, should, we should do a game show episode. Adam Suzanne would I was lose gonna, his goddamn I mind. I literally have it in my phone. It was like, come up with your best game show or whatever it is. I um, think we should do that. Yeah, we should totally do that. Uh, we should do, we should definitely do a tie-in show because we might be able to do a D&D show. Oh yeah, where we're gonna have I want I want to do a D and D show where we have people roll characters at the oh. beginning for when they come up, and we can find a quick way to do that. 
anyway, because we'll hash I, that out uh, off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure that out. Uh, well, no, because it ties into my plug. Oh, shit. Because if you go to at EMW3Studios, EMW3Studios, on Twitch and on all those things, we're doing. I'm part of a live Twitch gaming uh, community that's playing Dungeons & Dragons. So we're doing a campaign uh, where I am a half-elf ranger. And I'm a sailor who fights with a harpoon. I'm, I'm, I'm nerding out as hard as I've ever nerded out before in my life. Nice. And it's a lot of fun, and you can watch it live. And we just got affiliate status, so you can subscribe and all that stuff and, and uh, you know, uh, support us. And, and uh, it'll, it's really fun. The, dude's, the, the dude that puts it together, he's super spent like 20 years creating this world. And nice. we're getting to play. And guest on Unsung Heroes and guest of Zeros on Heroes, Alex Murray. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's he's uh, one of the guys on the campaign with me so he's a dwarf right he's got to be a dwarf no he's a he's an undying elf bard he's 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 plays like the loot and all that shit and he's like he, yeah it, it's crazy the best hour talking about star trek and even i'm like fucking nerd <laughs> yeah nerd. oh it's so good and it's and it's a shit ton of fun and uh if you watch you'll be and uh uh carolyn page who's a future guest of the show we want i want her on the show she's very funny and and she has a uh, her own shows and stuff, and when she comes on, she'll plug it. And then Lilis is the other uh, other girl in the show. She actually is in Armored Combat League. She fights on like national teams. The one, you know the people that put armor on yeah, and fucking yeah. fight. She does that, and she nice. kicks she kicks ass. She's gonna be fighting in in the Renaissance Fair in Lord in Tyron Park. Oh, nice. In uh, in the Renaissance, on, well, it'll be after the show yeah. airs, so whatever. But it's super fun, and you should check it out at EMW Three Studios. At Mike Mercadal on Twitter and everything. At Zeros on Heroes for the show. And come out to Unsung Heroes at the Creek in the Cave. Long Island City. Thursday at o'clock. That's right. And uh, if there's anything else, Adam, you want to leave us with? What's your? Yeah. Ooh, what would be your 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 catchphrase, like engage or make it so? or, or... Uh, Let's roll. Let's roll. <laughs> yeah. I would like, because I, I think those those ancillary stories of, of like on a planet, I, I would love to have those like, as a anthology series of just separate stories in the universe, yeah, that like almost like a American Horror Story does it, where they're not connected. That'd yeah. be nice. Like have a just an arc of on one of the planets, and yeah. then or one of the Federation training things, or one of you know, and then have have you be like the guy who's uh, heading up like a, a colonial outpost, something, <laughs> and then it's like, hey, we got to go out, and you're like. Let's roll. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be good. I'd say uh, let's get this shit over with. <laughs> I put on my my Geordi visor. Yeah. Let's, is that a sunglasses? Yeah. All right. Well, that's an awful <laughs> way to leave this. Yeah. <laughs> but let's roll. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Like, share, and subscribe. And if you leave us a review, we would love that on iTunes at uh, Zeros on Heroes on iTunes. Uh, that would be fantastic. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Remember to go out and be heroic.